Welcome to the Coffee and Questions podcast. I am your host, Michelle Berman-Michael, and my mission with this podcast is simple, to help realtors and loan officers across the world tap into the value Instagram can have for them and their business. To me, organic business that comes to us is the name of the game. On this show, you're going to hear from myself, other experts across social media, and also others that are just like you selling real estate and doing loans and doing it at a high level on social media. Hi, everyone. Welcome to a very special edition of the Coffee and Questions podcast. I am Michelle Berman Michael, your host, and you guys get to hang out with just me for this episode. I am really looking forward to being able to break down what I believe to be the word of 2023 when it comes to Instagram. So if any of you guys have been following along with me for long enough, you know that my thought process is a little bit different and I'm okay with that. So what I want to do on this episode is do a big recap of 2022, all of the things that we saw, all of the issues we saw throughout the year, and then do a little bit of a deep dive into what we believe to be the thing to focus on for 2023 and ultimately our word that will define our year. Now, a lot of people have reached out to me about the podcast and have said wonderful things. And I am super appreciative for every single one of you guys, not just as listeners, but as people who have been evangelists for me and for my brand. So if that is you and you are uh, someone who has done that already, um, my my appreciation um, is shouldn't go without uh, being stated because it is so important to my business and to what we do. But more importantly, I just want to say thank you to all of you guys who have come back every single week and let you guys know that you guys are why I do this. And this episode was something that I was really looking forward to being able to do kind of on my own and, and just start our year off on the right foot. So let's dive in if you are all ready. What we're going to do is we're going to start with four issues that we have seen in 2022. And I'm just going to kind of ramble them off for you guys. And what I think we will do is deep dive into each one of the four rather quickly, and then set it up for you guys to be able to follow along on with what the word of the year will be. So here are the four issues of 2022 that I collectively saw um, across clients, course students, speaking at different uh, conferences and engagements Um, And ultimately, what I decided was really the four biggest problems that the industry, both on the mortgage and the real estate side, were seeing. And number one is our DM follow-up game. So this is kind of in two parts. So a DM stands for direct message on Instagram if you're new to the Instagram platform. But one of the biggest problems with the DM follow-up game, if you will, um, is a lot of times what we're seeing is people are having someone... Um, help them with their messaging or with their engagement, which is wonderful. But that engagement is coming across very vanilla, very cookie cutter things like awesome content exclamation point, or this looks wonderful exclamation point or congrats to your happy buyers exclamation point, right? And it's very vanilla. It's uh, really not thoughtful. A lot of it doesn't even answer or uh, bring up points that are related to the content itself. So in most cases, this is being done by potentially a VA. Um, It could be someone in the States that you're using um, part-time. But really what's happening is you're paying someone to help you with your DMs or to help you initiate conversations, but those conversations are not being set up properly. 
So what this really leads to is an issue along the lines of follow-up and sales psychology and how we actually create connection with people that creates the desire for conversation to continue. Um, both of those things are really important. So um, the biggest issue or two biggest issues with DM follow-up game is one, the response to messages or those who are doing engagement um, or having someone do it for them. Um, it's way too vanilla and way too cookie cutter um, and very or really lacking authenticity, I think is a good way of saying that. Um, and then the second big problem with our DM follow-up game that I'm seeing is that we are having what we see or what we call auto responders um, become really prevalent. So what an auto responder would look like is if someone's sending you a DM or um, let's say you send a DM to someone on Instagram and you get an automatic reply back. Um, typically those auto replies are, thanks so much for contacting me for all of your real estate needs. Here's my phone number and my email. We'll get back to you within 24 hours. And in reality, that's not why I sent a message to that account, right? Or to that person. I didn't send a message to then be sold to. I typically will have sent a message to then have a conversation, uh, with someone. Maybe we created a, a connective piece. Maybe you posted about a recipe you made over the holiday, uh, you know, maybe you posted about an event you have coming up and I had questions, um, things like that. So if you're posting genuine content and I then send a genuine reply to that content and I get an autoresponder kicked back at me, we have a huge problem there. So um, for all of you guys listening, and if you've ever used an autoresponder, uh, please stop, right? Uh, there are uh, AI softwares out there that have gotten better, um, but there will never be anything that will replace authentic and genuine conversations and responses. So no DM or no automated DM follow-ups or automated DM replies, um, especially on Instagram when it's designed to really be this connective platform or this place where we can be really authentic with one another. Um, and then secondarily, um, we have to level up how we send DMs, right? So we have to uh, engage with intention, engage with purpose, uh, be super focused on actually creating this connective piece uh, and starting a genuine conversation with someone. Um, and then also, this is the key, is ending every one of those replies that we send out in the form of a question so that we can hopefully have that conversation continue. And I will tell you guys, for our clients and for those of you guys um, who are core students, who are actually... Um, what's the word I'm looking for, who are actually executing is a good way of saying it, what I'm trying to describe here. Um, you guys will not only get longer, better responses from those you're messaging, but you're going to have more genuine conversations, more likely to have that conversation continue over multiple days. Um, and the likelihood of conversion is significantly higher. So that that's a huge piece. Um, now I want to, um, change gears into number two. So the first issue of 2022 we saw was your DM follow-up game. The second issue is stock marketing content. So there are two forms of stock content that I have a huge, uh, problem with or, or struggle with, um, as far as how our clients are producing content and what we're seeing. One of those two is what we call billboard content. So a lot of people like to go get branded photo shoots done, uh, you know, hiring a photographer, getting a grouping of wonderful photos taken where we're dressed up, our hair is done. You know, we, we are wearing our best suit or tie. And the reality is that that content is wonderful. And, you know, I personally, we do it all the time, 
But that content that we get from those photo shoots is not for our standard lifestyle content that we use or post on Instagram. So when I say lifestyle, I mean camera roll photos, right? These are photos of our day. These are photos of our life. Um, That's how we create connection. And that's how we ultimately decide whether or not the person on the other end is someone that I want to continue to to conversate with or find that oh me too moment. And if all you're posting is really perfect stock content or stock branded photo shoot type content, I can't feel that, right? I don't know who you are as a person. I don't know um, that you have a great day or I don't know that you have a 16 month old toddler running around, or I don't know that, um, you know, you love fishing or hunting or cooking or whatever it is. Um, I can't get that connective piece from a perfectly um, posed photo. So those photos definitely serve a purpose and are meant to be used in photo uh, content or I'm sorry, in content for marketing, but not for our lifestyle content on Instagram. Now, the second issue with stock marketing content that I see is we're using really, really cookie cutter content from our marketing departments, right? So if you are on the mortgage side or the real estate side, most brokerages or most companies will have a marketing department of some kind that you can log into and push content out to your social media um, for free, right? It's all part of what you're doing with the organization you work for. Typically, it's like a, a four things or four steps to this or four steps to that um, or ways to winterize your home or whatever it is. Um, and you typically will just slap your branding on it or your face on it and it will just auto push out to your platforms. Uh, that's a, in my opinion, guys, this is a huge problem that does you absolutely no good when it comes to actually creating connective um, pieces on the platform and also establishing you as a credible source in the industry. Because stock content is this whole, uh, I'm checking the, I posted on social media box and really typically um, comes across as very low value. A lot of times it has these kind of graphics uh, or uh, animated type kind of cartoony style graphics on them. And it's very low value. And if you're someone who's trying to use this platform to elevate your presence, build credibility, uh, that is just not going to do it. Now, I don't want to dis marketing departments in any way. Um, they certainly serve a purpose and they are very valuable for what they do. But as far as our or as far as the content they're producing specifically for Instagram, that's where I feel like people need to really uh, adjust their game plan and spend more time on this platform, really creating content with their own branding, with their own colors, with their own vibe, with their own logo, all of that. Um, and really creating a personal brand within your company brand so that if you do and if you ever have, you know um, that if you have to pick up and change companies, the last thing you want is to have to redo all of your branding all over again. So creating your own personal brand will solve that problem so that you don't have to deal with with that. And it will also create um, this, oh, that's that person. I always know that that's that person, right? You kind of associate that platform with that individual and it becomes brand recognition. And I always say for for us, the Instagram power method, if um, somebody sees that logo, I want them to know 100% that it's me, Michelle or Michael. And if they see my face, I want them to associate me to that logo and to that brand as well, regardless of whether or not um, they see the logo side by side my face or not, right? So it's either or, I want them to be able to attribute it to what they need to or should attribute it to. 
Um, so two issues with stock marketing content is branded photo shoots are being used as lifestyle content, which is a no-go. Secondly, we're using stock marketing content out of our marketing departments that is very low value and not personally branded to us, therefore creating a lack of credibility um, and really you're just going to have someone scroll right past it. Nobody's going to read it. It's just not formatted properly for the platform. Now um, let's transition into the third issue that we see in 20 or saw in 2022, which is people being super worried about the wrong numbers. So these are metrics that people like to follow, right? So people like to be really focused on uh, likes, comments, how many followers they have. We, I mean, we even got an email this morning from a client asking, how fast can I get to 5,000 followers? And, and my response immediately was, who cares? Um, but the reality is that your numbers, those specific numbers, I should say, likes, comments, how many followers you have are completely void or null and void to the actual purpose of the platform. So there are a couple of categories of numbers or metrics that we really focus on and are very uh, results driven and will essentially allude to this platform is converting or is it not? Um, and those numbers specifically are around the engagement rate, which is a percentage. Um, most Instagram platforms are very, very low. If you actually Google the industry average for business Instagram accounts, the conversion rate is about or I'm sorry, the engagement rate is about 0.98%, which is less than 1%. Um, and our clients are averaging anywhere from 10 to 20. Some of them, the highest range we've seen lately is about 24%. Um, now, obviously, as your account gets bigger, it becomes harder and harder to keep that engagement rate higher, therefore leading to the importance of engagement and having genuine conversations on the platform consistently and daily. Um, so that is the first metric that I really, really want you guys to focus on, which is engagement rate. Um, the second two are hand in hand, which are reach and impressions, which tell us our new eyeballs seeing our content, our new people engaging with our content, and then are our existing people still engaging, right? So a combination of are we getting new eyeballs on our content? And secondarily, are the existing people we have still engaging? So that's what those three first three are. Now, the other really golden nugget one that we love to pay attention to is your saves. So saves mean that people are saving your content to come back to. And saves are the gold mine of Instagram, truly. So the more saves you have, the more valuable people are seeing your content as, um, the more uh, likely someone is coming back to your platform consistently, um, the more likely that person is to then share content from your page or share your page as a whole to someone else, um, creating that kind of evangelist for you. Um, but saves tells people or tells you as the content creator that you need to be creating more of that content and you need to be pushing more of that out um, because people are seeing it and it's resonating. Um, now, the last big metrics that that we really focus on is the locations uh, of the people that are following your account. So everyone always wants or asks me, how do we create a hyper-local following? And the answer is you engage with purpose and with intention, um, which we teach in depth. Um, and for sake of time on this episode with you guys, I won't get into too much. Um, but I will tell you that engagement done strategically every single day where you are intentionally choosing a category and a location um, and a type of, of person or an ideal client of yours throughout that Monday through Friday calendar will create 
what you want out of this. So if you are shooting for a very hyper local area, you need to have a strategy. You need to have a game plan for where you're engaging, what categories you're engaging on, um, and ultimately how you create engagement moving forward. Um, so, you know, if I look at my clients and they, they live in Dallas, um, and their top five cities are outside of the state of Texas, my first question would be, are you recruiting, right? So is your focus recruiting outside of Dallas or or outside of the state of Texas? Or are you um, simply just not engaging at all? And so your numbers are just really screwy, right? And that, that becomes like a problem solving of like, let's figure out what the actual issue is, which in most cases, it comes down to the latter of they're just not engaging, period, right? So they're the people who are consuming their content are, is, is truly just all over the place. Um, so that's really big there. Um, and that's truly the uh, the other big number that we, or metric, I should say, that we really follow uh, along with a lot, especially for our clients um, and all of our course students know exactly how to study this and look at this. Um, so your top five cities and even going past that to your top 10 can all be found in your metrics um, or in your insights, um, as well as you know most social scheduling platforms allow you to, to deep dive into that as well. Um, now for the fourth one, um, the fourth issue we've seen in 2022, it is, in my opinion, this is one that might ruffle feathers, um, but it is the misuse of the term social media manager. So I have spoken at many conferences over the last year and a reoccurring theme is, yeah, I have someone that helps me do my social media or yeah, I have someone that helps me post, but I feel like it's not working or I feel like I'm not getting any clients from it or I feel like uh, it doesn't really match me. Like the content doesn't really feel like me. Um, and I'll continue that conversation with that individual and ask them specific questions around what is that person doing? Um, what specifically do they focus on when they are creating content? Are you having conversations with that individual weekly? Are they sitting next to you and learning about you and learning your language? Um, you know, phrases you would say, phrases you wouldn't say, all of these questions. Um, and 95% of the time, these people will say no. So the term social media manager, I think is really important to dive into here, which is what does that actually mean? Um, and is it something that you can pay $500 a month for and expect to get results with? Um, you know, the saying goes, you get what you pay for. Um, and this rings true in this category. And, and certainly why, you know, my team and I, we charge what we charge. Um, not because we want to charge you more, but because we know that the product and the service being delivered is of that value. Um, and the biggest thing I will say is that a social media manager, if you are hiring one, whether that is my team or someone else, I do not mind whatsoever. I want you guys truly to hire whoever you are destined to or feel called to hire. Um, but what I will tell you is that your social media manager needs to be someone who can think like you, talk like you, can engage on your behalf like they are you, spends time truly digging into who you are as an individual and what thoughts you have, who your ideal clients are and what their pain problems or pain points might be. Um, and then how can they then position those problems into content? Uh, this person, you know, yes, wonderful if they're good at Canva, but that's not why you should hire them. You know, being good at graphics is wonderful, um, but can they write captions? Can they be thorough? Can they create content? or excuse me, create captions around your content that really speak to your knowledge and to your who you are. Um, and this is something that you cannot pay someone $500 a month to do. 
in its entirety and expect to get the results that you're after. It just won't happen. And, and that's just a cold, hard fact. Um, I've been in the industry for eight years and I can tell you that um, what I have seen over the last eight years, as far as how people create and execute content um, and how people use this term uh, social media manager, I honestly feel like it's gotten worse over the years. Um, and for me, it's all about, you know, moving forward. I really want to debunk this phrase and really show people that a social media manager or a team that is helping you manage your social really should feel like an, a full-time member of your team. They should feel like, oh, yep, I got another email from Danielle today, or yep, got here's another email from Michelle again, um, because we truly are dug really deep into who you are and what your ultimate goal is with the content you're producing. So um, that's kind of that. Um, so those are our four issues of 2022. And um, I, I don't know if you guys are ready, but we're going to drum roll, please, right into what I believe to be the word of 2023. Now, I'm going to take a quick pause here and let you guys know that one of the things that I enjoyed the most about 2022 for me and for my company was being able to travel again, um, speaking at different conferences and being able to get out and speak um, in rooms full of people who are really hungry to figure all of this out. Um, alongside having my baby boy with me was a beautiful experience um, and something that I truly value, right? My son typically will come to me, come with me to most conferences. Um, luckily, we have grandmas on both sides that that typically will join us as well. So mommy can work while, while baby gets to hang out and play. Um, but for me, being able to come speak at these conferences and do what I do um, with as much passion as I feel like I have for, for what I do, uh, is so important to me because there's no better feeling than standing in a room full of people who are so eager to understand what they need to do to create results um, and are open ears, open hearts to the thought and to the differences and to the different processes that they really need to create in their business. Um, and so that's ultimately how I came up with the word for 2023. So again, drum roll, please. But the word of 2023 or the theme of your 2023 Instagram plan is psychology. So might sound like a strange word for a year uh, to think about as a whole, but I truly believe psychology is the word of the year for a couple of reasons. Um, and the biggest or two biggest things is I want people to get away from this concept or this um concentration or this thought, if you will, on we have to go viral. We have to focus on our vanity metrics, like our follows, our likes, our comments, and we have to focus on the trends. Oh my gosh, I have to do more reels, right? Or, oh my gosh, I have to get on TikTok. Stop thinking about any of that, right? Stop thinking about going viral. Stop thinking about how many followers you have. Stop thinking about the fact that everyone and their mom is telling you to do reels and instead focus on two words, which is connection and conversation. Are you connecting and are you having conversations? Because if both of those things are happening and you're doing it with um, genuine intent, you're being authentic, you're showing up as you and your content shows that you are you um, and creates connective pieces or allows and opens the door for conversations to happen freely, um, you will convert like wildfire um, because people will care and people will want to come back and feel connected to you and, and stay or feel like they're connected to your life, even if they can't physically be present with you all the time. So the word psychology is, is so important to that process, because if you can understand the concept of 
psychology behind or the psychology behind this platform, you will create results, right? So there's a couple different parts to this here. Sales psychology, how do we create conversion, right? There's a there's a thought process and a funnel that goes into that. Um, and again, for sake of time on, on this episode, I won't go into that, but we have tons of trainings um, and tons of things that we do inside our program and, and other courses that will really help with that and, and understand that. But the idea is, are you moving your conversations, right? Do you know how to create a touch point, move the conversation? And like I was mentioning earlier, end your your replies or your engagements with questions so that you actually get a reply back and you have longer conversations, um, more genuine conversations, all of that. And then do you understand how to move the meeting, right? Do you understand intuitively when it's time to say, hey, you know, my favorite coffee shop is XYZ. Um, I would I go there every Wednesday. I don't know if you want to meet me there next week. Or are you available to meet me there next Thursday at one, right? And being able to go for the move of the meeting um, and knowing intuitively when to do that. Um, But more importantly, we have to understand how people think. We have to understand how our content is being perceived, uh, what it's telling our audience, and ultimately what that's going to do for us um, as far as the perception that people have of us. Um, So if you guys can take the time to slow down, produce content with the intention of what is this saying to someone? Do I feel approachable? Do I feel relatable to somebody? Um, is my ideal client consuming my content thinking, man, you know, this person clearly understood my problems or clearly has my exact problem figured out because they just did it for XYZ person. Um, oh, my, I need to reach out to them. Um, and then are they, can they look at your platform and know that they can reach out, reach out to you and actually get you? right? Like if I send you a message, can I confidently get a, or can I do so confidently knowing that I'll get a reply? Uh, That's a huge part of it. So um, the three things I really want you guys to focus on when it comes to the word psychology is creating your personal brand, right? Who are you? Who is the person behind the scenes of the the real estate agent or the mortgage professional that you might be? Um, Because that's how and why I would hire someone, right? So the, the agent I personally used and reached out to um, to buy my home in Tennessee is someone who her she has a son almost the exact same age as mine. She's a military spouse, just like I am. Her husband actually was in the same unit as mine at different times. Um, but just a lot of the content she was producing made me feel very connected to her. She also came super highly recommended um, by other military spouses in the area. And when I consumed her content on social, it validated all of that referral. Um, so a referral is wonderful, but if you don't have a platform to back it up, it honestly really wouldn't matter to me, at least as a, as a client, um, you know, and for reference point, I'm 32. So, you know, your ideal clientele, depending on what age bracket they're in might feel slightly different percentage wise. Um, but truthfully, um, a referral is not the same as it used to be, because if I can't find you or consume you on social and have that platform validate who you are being referred to me as, um, it's not happening. So again, the three things you need to focus on with the word psychology, number one, creating your personal brand, like we were talking about. Number two, creating content that opens the door for conversations. So being more willing and more vulnerable in what you're producing. Um, and number three, showing up consistently. I feel like consistency is the Baltimore word of, of for everyone's life. But what I will say is if you show up consistently, both in stories for your horizontal scrollers and 
on your feed for your vertical scrollers, uh, you will get people that will have a lot more confidence in sending you a DM and can will do so confidently knowing that they will most likely get a response. And that is humongous. Um, so understanding the brains of your ideal client is what this all is about. Um, and truly being able to leverage the phrase psychology for the year, um, in multiple ways, right? What is our content doing? What is it allowing others to perceive of us? Um, and then what are we doing with that perception to create better conversations? Um, and also to show up consistently knowing that, that, that can impact that. Uh, so I hope that this was super helpful for you guys. Again, a really unique episode and something that I just felt called to do to start the year. Um, but again, 2023, all about the word psychology, tapping into the brains of your ideal clients. And my goal for you guys for the rest of this year is that we will be interviewing a ton of people that I feel like have really tapped into this concept, um, and have really leveraged it efficiently for the platform specifically for Instagram. But um, again, thank you guys all for being avid listeners. If you have not left a review um, on wherever you consume this podcast, I would love it if you did. We thrive on those and we certainly love seeing them. And it also gives us uh, the encouragement, if you will, to keep going and to keep producing this content for you guys. So if you have any guests you'd like to see me interview, please feel free to send me an email, Michelle, M-I-C-H-E-L-L-E at Berman Media, P-D, P as in Paul, D as in dog.com. And I would love to interview them. All right, guys, have a kick-ass 2023. I will see you in a ton of episodes throughout the rest of this year. But again, I am Michelle Berman-Michael, your host, and cheers to an amazing new year. If you enjoyed this episode, please go follow my guests on social media. And if you enjoyed this podcast, please consider leaving us a review wherever you consume this content.